the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Live. We are back. It's good to be here, too. See Brendan staring at me through the window. Hello. It's Hello. been it's been a it's been a been a gone while. for three weeks. Yeah, three weeks, man. Um, hope everybody enjoyed the shows that uh, we put on. They were good. I listened. It's kind of cool to listen to myself on the radio sometimes when I'm not here. Uh, so I I don't know about you, but I when I listen to myself, I'm like, man, my voice is that high. Like, what what is wrong with me? Yeah, mine's very radio low. Yeah, yours is awesome. <laughs> I, do you want to trade voices? I have, no, try, no, 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 not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Your your voice will get lower. You're young. Uh, this is as low as it goes. I I, I can't even imagine what I sounded like as a little boy. My gosh. Like, <laughs> You're a squeaky little I, thing. I must have had helium in me the entire time. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's all good. Doesn't sound that bad. Uh appreciate everybody tuning in, listening in and uh um Hopefully this morning you're getting your first cup of coffee or maybe on. You know what? A lot of folks tell me they listen to me while they're uh, heading to on the job or heading to work or whatever. So a lot of clients that come in. So uh, whatever you're doing this morning, I appreciate when you join us. Uh, um, it's always good. Good stuff. So um, you can always call in anything automotive related this morning. one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Um, yeah. Yes, uh, glad glad to be back, like I said, um, and uh, here with all you folks. So, a bunch of stuff to talk about this morning, automotive-wise. Um, we're, uh, why is an alignment important? One of the things we're talking about this morning uh, on your vehicle and how often you should get it done and, and why. And, and if you live in San Diego, it's not that hard to figure out with, uh, um, or California, I should say. With all the potholes, I mean the damage to vehicles. One one of those hard. Uh, we had one of our shuttle drivers hit a big pothole and blew out a tire in one of our shuttle vehicles. Um, if it blows out a tire, what do you think it does to your alignment, Brendan? Oh, it's going to mess it up real <laughs> messes big. it up really good. So um, keeping those tires in good working order and and uh, and uh, preventing uh, um, excessive wear on them. You know, it comes with rotating them and keeping that in alignment once a year is great. Uh, we have so many potholes that I saw that um, our ex-governor, Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger, was out filling his own pothole in his neighborhood. They had it on the news. He said he'd been waiting for four weeks for him to fill this thing, and it was destroying vehicles in the neighborhood. So he got a little team, and he went out there, and they they uh, filled the pothole themselves. So uh, um, just uh, um, making uh, things uh, better on the roads, you know. Shoot. I'd fill potholes in my neighborhood too if I had spare time. There was a big advertisement back in the day for uh, a pizza company uh, where they said, uh, "Send us over your worst pothole you'll find, and we'll actually uh, pay the money to actually fill up that pothole, and you'll get a free large pizza with it." <laughs> That's <laughs> so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not doing that anymore. I wish. No, but, they probably know. gave away too many pizzas. You see how many potholes are in San Diego? You know, the worst pothole I was going to send my picture was. Uh, so in Hillcrest, when you get back onto the 163 from Washington Street, mm-hmm. there was a huge pothole that it did almost they fix it. Like, they did. Oh, good. But but it's going back to being an indent in the road again. But well, an indent's I mean, okay. A yes. hole where the that no. it, 
Yeah, yeah. A hole where it's washed out the asphalt three layers deep. Yes. That'll destroy a rim entire sure. quickly For if you sure. hit it hard enough. For sure. Yeah. I, I know, but I notice that about a lot of potholes when you fill it up, it, it begins to, again, go back into an indent again. So it's only just a temporary fix again. So Interstate 78 ended up with one of the biggest potholes. Right. It's yeah. a big pothole when it swallows up your car as you drive into right, it. Right. <laughs> and they had to close down both directions. That was insane. And now, now I think it's only one direction still. I don't think they've opened up both directions on the highway, have they? I, I think it's just well, uh, they initially. Westbound, I think, is open. They initially only closed westbound. Oh, okay. That's, and they fixed that. And yeah. now they got eastbound closed, and they got it all dug up on the same spot, but they're fixing that. So they only closed one side at a time. Oh, I thought the whole – I heard the whole highway had to close down, and that just – Well, it might have for a couple days, but, yeah. but but other than that, then they started working on it, and they were open one side. And, yeah. And they may have closed it when it first happened because they were trying to figure out how bad it was and where – if they could allow people to drive on the one side of it or not. And, and, and the worst part about this is it's completely unpredictable when those sinkholes even happen in the first place. You know, it goes along. Well, with they like, happen when there's lots of rain. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's the only time they really happen. I, I was going to say, it's just also uh, with earthquakes, you know, you never know when it's going to happen. And next thing you know, it, it, it does. I was, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was driving home and uh, my wife calls me. She goes, uh, I was in the bathtub and everything was just starting to shake in the apartment and there's glass all over the place. And oh, it turned no. out there was an earthquake uh, that happened and it reached over to Lakeside somehow. So uh, Did stuff break in the house? Uh, uh, only one vase. That was it. Oh. She, heard, she, she thought she heard two pieces of glass, but it was the same piece of glass just shattered twice. Somehow. Gotcha. So in that whole shaking incident. So, but she was okay. She, yeah. it, was, it was in the kitchen. She was in a different room. So that, yeah, That's right. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, that's – well, yeah. Um, we do have those here sometimes. Earthquakes, yeah, yes, constantly. We do. Constantly. Yes, we do. Yeah. So, one of those things. Hey, um, real quick, while we're doing, there's a couple things that uh, there, the, um, and I had printed this out to talk about it previously, but uh, the fabulous Ford's uh, Forever uh, show is tomorrow up at uh, Irwindale Speedway. So, uh, they're going to have some drag racing and uh, celebrating Ford's 120 years of America's car car company. Uh, 20 bucks for adults, 12 and under kids are free. You can go to fabulous, excuse me, fabulousfordsforever.com. Check it out, but it is tomorrow. So um, it's 37th annual, uh, and it's presented by the Ford Club Council and Ford Motor Company together. So, and they should have some Ford GTs up there, which will be really cool to see. I like those, Um, but uh, um, some really cool car. You know, if you want to put your... Uh, car in the show, it's $45 per vehicle. Uh, if you want to drag race, it's $65 per vehicle. Uh, must choose either car show or drag racing. Race is limited to 85 entries max. So no vehicle classes. Parking is first in style. Community gift to all registered vehicles. Oh, so anyway, cool stuff. The show will conclude at 3 p.m. So when does this thing start? Must remain in place till 3 p.m. Da, 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 da. So anyway, well, entries must have been before March 18th. So we're past that. So you can't enter a car, but you can definitely get in uh, as far as that uh, goes. Uh, do, do, do. Looks like around 10 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yep, cool stuff. Anyway, always good stuff. Um, so if you uh, not want to be a spectator and go check it out, it is tomorrow, Sunday, April 16th, up at Irwindale Speedway. You want to know more, just go to fabulousfordsforever.com. you find all about it. So good good stuff there. So actually, I, I was looking through and some really great things. Um, as I come across them, I print them out. And uh, uh, I got a ton of stuff on EVs here to talk about uh, as far as that goes. But uh, very interesting stuff. But uh we can we can plug through these a little at a time for sure. Was that a pun with EVs plug? Yes, exactly. Okay, just want to make sure <laughs> okay. we can plug through them. That's exactly it. All right, let's see what Mister Bodie has to say. Good morning, Mister Bodie. Good morning, gentlemen. So uh, Kevin caught that plug plug remark pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. That was that was impressive. <laughs> yeah. Brendan was on it this morning, man. He's listening. Oh, yeah, he's on it. He must have had a cup of Joe, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's so, doing over uh, there. So, right. uh, so you know you know why frogs don't double park? No. Yes. 
because they don't want to get towed away. <laughs> See, that's a perfect radio joke right there. Perfect. Good job. It is perfect. It's automotive. Mm-hmm. It's clean. It's short and quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to get it. <laughs> you do not. Most everybody, I think, got that one for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's uh, 1997, uh, 2.2 CLs, the four-cylinder. So my uh, battery light comes on yesterday. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm in San Diego. I'm heading towards La Mesa. So I go down to university, go to AutoZone. They do that free electrical you know, battery check. Mm-hmm. The guy goes, well, he said, your battery's down 20%. Okay. So I'm driving out to university. I stopped by uh, O'Reilly's. Mm-hmm. The guy said, well, our tester just got stolen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they had it on the counter. Guy walks in, picks it up, and ran out. <laughs> so I went to uh, O'Reilly's, and they, they told me the second, second, second uh, test down, 80, down, down 20%. So I go to... Uh, La Mesa to my buddy's garage and I tell him what's going on. He goes, he says, we can figure it out. He says, I can't fix it. I'm real busy today. I said, okay. <laughs> so he opens up the hood. He's got a little cart with the battery charger and stuff. And he looks at the car, gets a, uh, a mallet, taps the alternator, good, good whack on it. Mm-hmm. The light went off. And then I drove home and I went to the first uh, auto zone where I had to check. The guy goes, your battery's a hundred percent. Well, so and the, the alternator's on its way to the big alternator in the sky. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. So the internal regulator in it is, a, a, and and it, it's a temporary fix to smack them like that and make them work. So, but it charged your battery back up. So yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Have, you obviously don't have a battery problem. You have an alternator problem, my friend. So. Yes. Well, I, I uh, they, they ordered one for me. Oh, there you go. So you're going to get, okay. get her all straightened up, and you'll be charging like a champ. Pardon the pun? Yeah. <laughs> you I, just did it I, again. I'm full of them today. <laughs> full of them today. <laughs> so here's a num- number two question. Is uh, on my car, if I, if, I, if I undo the latch, you know, by the handle to unlock the door, and then I open the handle too fast, Mm-hmm. The little blue light on the dash flashes, and, and I can't start it. So I have to go outside, lock the car, wait four or five minutes, and then it opens and it'll start. All right, say that one more time. Okay. So the uh, I'm in the car. Mm-hmm. I, uh, and this I is your released. Acura? Yes. Okay. So I, I manually... You know, un- unhook the door lock, mm-hmm. and then I pull the handle, open the door. <clears throat> oh no! I go to start it without opening the door. Mm-hmm. The blue light flashes on the dash, okay. and it won't it won't ignite. Okay. And then I do that two or three times, and then uh, I take the key out. I go outside. I lock the door. I wait four or five minutes. Open it up, and it starts right up. <laughs> okay. Well, the security so, system is not so. So you unlock the door to get in the car. And and right. and this all happens, and then you have to get out and you have to lock and unlock the car, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The security system isn't picking up initially when you unlock the car, so therefore, um, it's it's defaulting to staying active, and that and that's the factory anti theft on that car. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, so I should <coughs> I should go to the dealer and get a, a, a unlock. I get the, what the the key fob. Well, it could be the fob itself. Um, so if you push yeah. the, did you initially to get in the car, do you push the unlock of the fob? That's how you get in the car or you use the key normally? Oh, no, it starts, it always starts when I'm inside first. It doesn't do it from the outside. Okay, gotcha. So you, you were in the car driving and you shut it no, off? No, I was, it was, I was parked. Okay. So, so I'm parked both times I'm inside. Mm-hmm. I go to start the car. The blue light comes on the dash. It won't turn over, and the dash lights all flash. So I, I turn it off. I exit the car. I lock it. I wait four or five minutes. I open it up. I wait. Open the door, and it starts right up. Hmm. Well, it's the, the security system's defaulting. Is it the fob? I don't know. 
you know, as far as that goes. Um, there, there's. Go ahead. I don't have a farm. Oh, you don't. Okay, so no. All right, so the the uh, something's going on there that it's not not to pick it up. But how do you get in the car initially? You said you're in the car already. You drove somewhere and you're just sitting there, is what you're saying, and then you go to start it again after it's been turned off for a little bit and it does this. No, I'm I'm homeless, so I always start from the inside. Okay. Well, how did you get inside? (laughs) Well, at at night I go in, it it works. It it only happens in the morning. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I see what you're saying. So after sitting for a while inside the car and it was locked. Yes. Locked. Yes. Well, so, yeah, so once it's locked, it's it's defaulting into uh, um, um, that it doesn't think you're in the car. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Does that make sense? Yes. So, so it's default. It, it's think, it thinks like you got you parked somewhere for the night, got out of the car, locked it, and and now you you know then you come back later and you don't unlock it from outside. So the security system is doing what it's supposed to. It's staying in in security mode where it, where the anti theft system. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, protect, it's that, protecting. It's me. protecting <laughs> that. Well, that's why the car won't start. That's why you have to get out and uh, um and and unlock it the way you would, you know, as far as that goes. And then it, it triggers it to know that uh, somebody with a key got in the vehicle and then it allows the car to start. Right. Yeah. You were confusing me for a minute there. I was trying to figure out uh, uh, what was going on with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's doing what it's supposed to. It sounds like. Ah, perfect. There you go. All safe and sound. All right. Hey, hey how's, how's, Kev- how's Kevin these days? Um, so that's why we were gone. My brother passed away on the 22nd of March. Oh no. Yep. So unfortunately, uh, um, yeah, my family came in town. We had a big celebration of life for him and, uh, like 300, 400 people showed up. It was amazing. Wow. Well, Kevin was well known in the automotive field. Uh, so Uh lots of folks as far as that and. Plus, uh, well, as you know, Kevin uh, had uh, worked with me for since we started. So that's this August right. will be thirty years ago. So uh, wow, yeah, he's got to be missed. It's got to be missed. Well, I'll say a prayer for him. I appreciate you. All right, thank you for your your knowledge, your wisdom, and your friendship. Thanks. Same here, Bodie. Thanks for the call, man. All right, take care. Ciao. Bye bye. Bye. Anyway, all right, folks, well, I'm going to have to take a real quick break here real quick. one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Um, give me a call here on Auto Talk Radio. You're listening to The Answer San Diego and Auto Talk Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Bowershawk. I appreciate y'all joining me this morning. Bodie's call, etc. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, so much to talk about when it comes to cars, for sure. So we talked about, don't forget about the fabulous Ford thing. Um, really, really good stuff. Anyway. What are you doing over there, Brendan? I was admiring my commercial that played. Uh, oh, you were just before we got. Did back you, were you the voice? I'm sorry, I had my no, headphones no. off. I didn't hear it. I was reading something. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the usual Dave Stahl commercial, you know. Oh, gotcha. Oh, by the way, put a nickel in the jar for every time we talk about Dave Stahl on the show. <laughs> Dave should put a nickel in the jar for every time we talk about him. <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah, he, he's a, he's an awesome, awesome dude. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. He's always very supportive of every local business around here and. Uh, also, the local racers and all that stuff. It, it, it really, really shows his uh, heart and gratitude that he has to just the community of San Diego in general. So, shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave. 
Did yep. you see him on KUSI? I, I, I forgot to ask because we usually see him on TV just now. I don't know if... Uh, I did not. Uh, I wasn't watching, though. So he probably he, had the day off today. He might. I don't know what he's doing. He's yeah, on there sometimes. Sometimes he's not. Yeah. I know. I know. Every, I want to say it's like every other weekend he's going over to a... Um, uh, a, not a car show. I want to say, but it's like some kind of like thing where they're going to present the newest car, uh, like the newest Tesla or something like that. Well, yeah, he does. So he gets a lot of promo cars to drive. He does, and he yes. drives a lot of different cars for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around. Did you see? Uh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, he because you uh, did see it. That uh, what was it? A Porsche? He came over with. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Brand new Porsche. Yeah. Ooh, I can't whistle, but man, if I could whistle, that it was a sweet car. The That's best sweet. car he's had that it, he he came in an Austin Martin DB11 one time. Oh, I'd take that over a Porsche any day. Trust me. That's a so personally, nice car. I I like I like the look of Porsches better than Aston Martins. I got to be honest. Well, this is the two door uh, Super Coupe. Okay, so it's it looks like a sports car. Okay, I'll, I'll let me look at what was it again? A uh, DB11. DB11. Let me look Austin it up. Martin. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. All right, I'm gonna grab Rob real quick and Ramona. Good morning, Rob. Good morning. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good. Um, oh, condolences on your brother. Yeah, I heard about that. Shocked. He always sounded so healthy, but yeah, he he'd been he'd been battling cancer for a couple years, so um, yeah. yeah, unfortunately. But thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, what you got going on? I see you got a question about a Tacoma. Yeah, it's a, a 2007 Tacoma with a, a V6. It's always run really good. doesn't have a super lot of miles on it, a little over 100,000. And uh, the other day, I had the, the dogs out and got back in the truck. And uh, it, it was turning over, but it wouldn't uh, start. You know, so it was cranking, but it wouldn't fire off. So I tried it about four or five times, turning over really, really strong, and it mm-hmm. never has happened before. I mean, it's always so reliable. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I turned, I, I went and I, I just looked at the engine. I mean, there's, no, I, you know, they don't have spark plugs to have <laughs> hang them loose or anything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then I got back in it and it started right up, and it's been running great ever since. Hmm. Um, so we're just driving it locally. So if it breaks, then we can get it towed somewhere. Yeah, get it diagnosed. But do you have any ideas what that might be? Could have been a, the fuel pump glitched on it. Could have been a re, a fuel pump relay or something like that didn't kick in. I mean, there's a lot of things that could cause a car. So, it, in other words, it cranked right over. It just didn't fire off. Yeah, and it was cranking strong, man. It was like, you know, because normally it just turns like a couple times and it fires off. This time I, I kept it going, trying to get it going, and I was like, man, oh, this thing's battery strong on here. So everything worked well, except it just would not, like, no, nothing happened. Yeah, it, it's probably going to happen again, but, it, you know, yeah. to, to figure out what it is, uh, uh, yeah, that's going to be until it happens. So in the next time it happened, it may stay that way. And if it does, then obviously diagnosing it becomes a lot easier than it does to uh, um, try to uh, figure it out when it's working just fine. So, uh, and no lights, didn't set a check engine light, nothing like that, right? No, no, nothing. Yeah, interesting. Uh, d- not very common to have happen like that, but uh, when something does, uh, it's probably going to happen again. So, whatever. That's I, what all, I figure. Yeah, all I can figure is like the fuel pump relay uh, didn't close or, or the fuel. For how far had you driven it uh, when you parked it? Just a couple of miles, about a mile or so. And how long was it parked before you tried to start it again? Mm, about an hour. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't that's, Yeah, that's interesting because, you know, uh, a lot of vehicles like um, get high miles. How many miles are on the car? About 107,000. Gotcha. And that's not a lot. Fuel pumps don't fail a lot on those Tacomas. So uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a, it's uh, interesting. I, I wish I knew. Uh, um, kind of what it was lacking when it did so we one of two things happened it either lost fuel or it lost uh spark so right. um yeah which is going to be something uh, uh electronic that uh you know but it also could be something such as if you ended up with a crankshaft position sensor that glitched if if it's not pin, picking up a signal that the motor's turning in other words that crankshaft position sensor handles spark and fuel and it won't turn those on and the vehicle will just crank away and not start. So something like that could have possibly happened. Huh. 
Yeah. So the plan now is just to drive it locally because we have other vehicles. And then once it breaks, don't do anything and get it towed. Maybe we'll tow it up to you guys and you can take a look. Yeah, get it looked at for sure. So, yeah, and yeah. T- try to figure out what's causing it. Yeah, that's interesting, though, because you're right. It's not common with that vehicle. I was I was shocked. And now I'm worried about it because I don't want to drive it. I, normally, I drive it out to Ramona on the weekends. But gotcha. I don't want to get stuck. You know, uh, we got AAA, but... Still, you know. that, that's a heck of a tow, yeah. So for sure, yeah, I drive it around locally for a bit just to see if it repeats itself. Yeah, it's been doing great ever since. So gotcha. We'll see, I'm sure, like we said, it's going to happen again. I'm sure it will. Sure it will. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rob, thanks for the call. I appreciate you, and uh, and yeah, let me know. Let me know if it happens again. We'd be happy to look at it for you. Appreciate it. I would love, love, love your guys' show. Always get a lot of good information. Thanks so much. You have a wonderful, safe weekend. Okay. You too, sir. Take care. So, a great question for sure, but uh, I don't know. There's so many things that can cause that type of uh, issue with a vehicle. Um, So, um, you you just never know as far as that goes. You just never know. Um, Real quick, uh, I do want to remind folks, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by uh, Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. Uh, we do not stock nor sell any other battery at the West Automotive Group when it comes to automotive-related batteries um, because they're the number one technician-recommended battery uh, um, um, worldwide for sure. Um, if you need a uh, battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in, and we'll install an interstate battery for you. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa at 70th and University Avenue. The interstate battery, a battery for every need. All right, let's see. We're going to have to take our last break here real quick. Guys, hold tight, and I'll be back to get you. Give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, everybody's got some questions. Hey, uh, before we get going to here, I do want to remind you, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you also by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and star certified for smog for almost 30 years now. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, uh, AAA approved out there for uh, over 10 years, taking care of folks in East County. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and uh, smog certified, uh, taking care of folks uh, over there for over, heading up on six years now, along with uh, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified right there in the Golden Triangle, taking care of folks over there for over four years now. So all of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio as we all believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced to repair and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer uh, six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Good stuff. Just ask one of our my advisors or one of the managers at a location. They'll get you all taken care of. Uh, also get in, take care of, uh, take advantage of our diagnosis. Uh, you know, if, we see way too many people that have had a car somewhere else that's been diagnosed improperly. So get it in, do our sort of care transmission diagnosis or diagnosis for any other drivability concern or any other concern you're having on a vehicle, get it diagnosed right the first time and we'll get, get you fixed up there. Uh, most vehicles require a one point repair, which is important. And, uh, um, you're down the road. Things are going well. So obviously there can be other things wrong with vehicles too, but you know what? You just never know. And uh, 
Uh, fixing it right the first time is very important. It saves you a lot of money in the long run. The best money ever spent, I say, is the money you spend on a quality, uh, qualified technician at a quality facility to diagnose your vehicle because uh, it'll save you a lot of money in the long run. Um, you can also uh, jump on West Automotive Group. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. And you can also click on Auto Talk there or Auto Man, where I'm the Auto Man for the CW or uh, um, Fox 5 News. And you can go look and uh, check it all out. So all good stuff. Uh, that's westautomotivegroup.com. We're here to help you. Get on there and make an appointment, and we'll get in and get you taken care of. Uh, good stuff. All right, real quick, I got to grab uh, Bob in uh, Chula Vista. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Thanks for holding. I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Um, I've got a 2018 Camry. We were getting on the freeway the other day, and the engine just totally stopped. I had it towed to a Toyota dealer. Mm -hmm. I won't mention the name. That's fine. And uh, they diagnosed it, and they uh, found a piece of plastic in the throttle body. And I'm. uh, They took a picture of it. They threw. Well, they threw the parts away. They repaired it. They took the parts out clean the throttle body and uh, it ran fine so it, I, when I got home I took the filter out again I looked and there was two more pieces at the bottom of, of the like, I guess you call it the filter box mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering how that the plastic got past the intake for the air filter into the throttle body well how would it get through the air filter is the question yeah, yeah, I, that's what you're asking, right? I, 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 that that makes no sense whatsoever, unless there's a hole in the air filter, because yeah. that it's on. Which, yeah, it, did they put a new air filter in the car? No. Okay. So that's no, nobody has touched that vehicle except Toyota. Okay, there's I've never done there, anything personally with it. So where did the plastic come from? Is the, is the question because number one there should not be any plastic in the intake box, but you're taking you're saying you took the top off, you removed the filter and on the intake side of the filter which is which is down where the air comes in before it goes through the filter, there was plastic laying in the bottom of the box there still? Yes, exactly. And let That's me interesting. This, they, they, they threw, they threw the two pieces of plastic away that that caused the throttle body to jam. They took a picture of it, but they threw the pieces away. But when I got home and I opened the the air filter box, I found two pieces that looked exactly like what they threw away. Well, maybe they didn't throw them away. Maybe they put them in the bottom of the box. Why would they do that, though? That makes no sense to me. But also what makes no sense is the wherever the plastic came from, it had to be on after the air filter. Because that's the... I mean, how big a piece are we talking about? If you had to measure it, are we... Uh, probably three, two pieces, about three-eighths of an inch. And they look like they came from a cylindrical type of um, fitting. Yeah, that, that that they can't go pass through the air filter. There's no way. So not unless there's, there's a, no way. No way. There's no way for it to get past I almost, that. I almost suspect sabotage, but um, something's really weird because, and I don't know where that would come from in the intake system to get stuck in the throttle body. So that's what they said. Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, I and and to get to that, the car would have to be unlocked for somebody to get to actually be able to. You know, if you're talking about somebody throwing something in there or something, you'd have to be able to open the hood, which you have to be able to get in the car, you know, to to do so. So I, I don't know. It's very strange. That yeah, yeah, that they said it's a mystery. They can't explain it. But uh, well, I tell you, that engine shut off, and thank thank God I was able to coast off the freeway. to a safe spot. Well, I'm just wondering if it broke off of something that's uh, the 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 uh, airbox filter housing where the mass airflow sensor is, or because even that the mass airflow on that car is probably bolted to the airbox, which is so it cut the air comes through the filter, then has to go through the mass airflow sensor. Um, yeah. And although it's got a screen on it, also. So it's really strange. Yeah. The only place I could think plastic like that could come out of is the mass airflow sensor itself to get stuck in the throttle body. Uh, so, they looked. They they did a thorough search. Huh. Well, if it happens again, let me know. You did take the pieces out of the bottom of the box also, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, good. I saved them. 
There you go. There you go. Well, keep, right, keep well, me appraised on that, Bob. Thanks for the call. I don't know. You're stumping me on a couple things this morning, so that's interesting. All right. Thank you. Take care right. now. Bye-bye. Well, that's definitely an interesting uh, thing to uh, have uh, happen. I don't know. Plastic had to come from somewhere inside there for sure, without question. All right. Let's grab Mike real quick. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Hey. How you doing, Ryan? My condolences, obviously. Thank you. Um, uh, I have a couple of real quick questions. Hopefully they're quick. Uh, I got a uh, 2000 Lexus ES300. Trying to get the uh, CV shaft out on the passenger side. Apparently they've got some issues with those things. They're seized up, the carrier bearing. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ran across that at all? And what do you guys do to remedy that? Um, you're talking about the bearing that, that supports the stub that comes yeah. out of the trans and then the axle goes into it? correct yeah yeah um they tend to happen more where there's salt and in snow those kind of conditions um yep. so the really only thing you can do is replace them when they start to have issues yeah but oh, we, yeah we I ha- mean, yeah i mean i guess just getting them out though because i mean that thing is seized up i put blaster and everything yeah it's tough man well well so you should be able to uh um um unbolt it from the block that thing unbolts right. from the block right and then pull the stub axle out and then yeah then you've got to heat it and press it that's the really only way you can get it out you say heat it heat it what is what heat it and then press it yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. so that's really yeah. the only, only way man mm-hmm. they, those things get yeah. seized on there for sure Good and time. sometimes they've been bad enough that you have to just buy the stub and everything and replace the whole thing oh geez yeah all right, lovely. Yeah, um, gotta love living in the Rust Belt. Yeah, um, I got a uh, quick question here about a possibility of a um, buddy of mine wants to go in on a garage uh, in Centerville. Uh huh. If you know Chris Rich- Chris Richards, I don't know if you know him or whatnot. I believe he's got a place down there too. It's down there by the high school. Gotcha. Curious, what do you guys run it? What are the, some of the pitfalls, man? Uh, running your own business, obviously, you know, seven fifty a month though, not bad. Plus utilities uh, for Centerville, that's pretty good. That's that's. I don't want to jump in something and not have the business background, you know, to make it successful, sustainable. Is there any program, software, or anything like that that you could? You know, I need real time, real boots on the ground kind of info to run something like that. So there, there. So the best advice I can always give somebody like that, if you're getting ready to jump and go into business, and that is, and you you never done it before, um, right? You know, first off, it takes a lot of work. There's no question about it. it, it right. Anybody that says it comes easy is lying to you. But uh, exactly. um, there's a company called uh, Elite Worldwide. They're okay. based out of San Diego here. And uh, um, a good friend of mine, Bob Cooper, and and basically they're a consulting business for auto repair uh, shop owners. And they, Sweet, and they do a training. You and they actually, and I've coached for them before, where I've coached other facilities and stuff like that. And uh, mm-hmm. they're really good on on helping to uh, train uh, you and and help you along on running an automotive business properly. That's what it's about. Right. So the background and the, yeah, that's what you know. The business end of it is something that I'd, it'd be foreign to me, but I want to make it sure it's sustainable and do it right the first time. You know, so well, and and it, it elite, and, yeah, elite, elite uh, worldwide, um, and okay. they're here in San Diego. You can look them up, and uh, if you need any, you can always email me too, and I, I can hook you up with somebody there if need be. But uh, right, um, great, yeah, it, it's one of those things where. Uh, yeah, and you, obviously it, it starts off slow. I mean, no, you know, and you just have to build it by taking care of people and doing the right thing, and and uh, well, I mean, it yeah, continues that, that, to grow. That end of it, not a problem. That end is almost, I mean, overwhelming. You know, frankly, you know, like blessings for I've got so much work I can't see straight. But the business end of things, that's the thing I'm really kind of worried about. So just want to do it right, you know, from the get go, out of the gate. So yeah, and I, I, I don't know the gentleman you're talking about, but obviously, uh, um, um partners can be tough so it just depends you know you got to got to get yeah. the right combination of people together because uh um right uh sometimes uh, what i've seen with uh, partners in small businesses one one guy starts feeling like he's doing all the work and the other guy you know so make sure that yeah. you you define what each of you is going to do and 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 who's going to cover what and how and and all that exactly. so that so that you have a plan and everybody agrees to it 
Right, a business plan and make sure everything's in writing or it's blood. I mean, whatever. There you go. (laughs) There you go, man. All right. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Uh, Good talking to you, Mike. You got it, man. Best of luck on that if you decide to do it. But yeah, let me know if you need uh, need to talk to somebody. I'll get you hooked up with those guys. Sounds great. All right. Take care, man. man. Thanks. Appreciate Mm -hmm. you. Thanks for the call. Mm -hmm. Bye. Yep. Good stuff. Everybody stay safe out there doing your thing for sure. All right. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to grab uh, Alan real quick. Good morning, Alan. Uh, good morning. I, w- I wanted to uh, um, say that I have a reoccurring problem okay. on my F-150, and it has to do with the uh, 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 gas cap unit. The gas cap on the F-150 has this unit that acts as a as a, uh, a, a gas cap that you twist on, but it's a unit that opens and closes with the door the door flap. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with it. And the, what what year F-150 is this, Alan? It's a 2013. Okay, 2013. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be the same as, as the 2014 and all those. And the, and the thing is, um, it the spring beca- becomes loose because it breaks off from the plastic uh-huh. uh, pin that holds it. And this has happened four four times. Oh yeah, it's so, a bad design. Yeah, it's a defective design. And I've called Ford about it, and they, you can't talk to Ford directly. You have to talk to their consumer um, resource in Florida. Uh-huh. And you talk to a person there, and they have no power whatsoever, so they have to talk to a supervisor who has to talk to somebody else. <laughs> and it takes, uh, it takes over a month, and, I, and then they tell you they have no program for this. Now, the problem is, is when you go into the dealer to get it fixed, it, um, it's $581 to get it fixed mm-hmm. because they put this new plastic unit in that's part of the door flap. Okay. Okay. And, uh, your, your, uh, your actual, uh, door cap, just slides on and off uh, to that unit. So it's really easy. You use your original, you don't have to buy a new door, door, uh, cover. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, and it's a, pla- the whole unit is plastic and it looks like it came out of a, uh, ID printer <laughs> machine. Okay. And, and, there's fixes all over on the internet, but they're all temporary because the pin that holds the one end of the spring um, will break, or it'll pop off of it. The spring will pop off of it. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, and and the last time I went in the dealer and had it fixed, finally, um, all of a sudden, then the next day, the light comes on on the on the uh, screen, and you um, have the, your air is getting to it to to the fuel intake on the on the filler tube yeah it's not and sealed the evap system isn't yeah, right ceiling. exactly yeah, yeah. and so then they replaced the whole filler tube for 680 some dollars <laughs> okay to solve that problem so i i was a little up t- uptight when this happened again just recently mm-hmm. and so i went to another ford dealer mm-hmm. and they were 81 dollars cheaper to mm-hmm. replace the, to replace this unit this plastic unit and so I went up to your shop there in um, Kearney Mesa. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tight entrance, though. I'll tell you that. It is a bit, okay. yes. <laughs> you need a Mini Cooper to get in there. And, and, uh, okay. It's a busy <laughs> no. spot, too. So that, that's, well, that doesn't know. help. That's I, why. why yeah. I, oh, yeah. It's scary. And anyway, but the, the gentleman there was really nice. The people were very nice. And I, I told him I went over to the Ford dealer up in Kearney Mesa to check the prices on everything. And they were the one that was $81 cheaper than the one in El Cajon. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, um, but the Ford dealer was really nice. The guy in the, the service manager said, well, go to the parts department. I said, because I told him I know how to do everything on it, uh-huh. but I don't have a certain tool that I wanted. And um, he said, well, check in. Uh, um, you might do it yourself. And because the labor, they charge you for either an hour and a half or two hours mm-hmm. to replace this little flap thing, this unit. Gotcha. So, and, 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 and then the labor is at that place, at their place is uh, $200 an hour. It might be a little more higher at, at, in El Cajon. And so um, I go to the parts department and find out this whole unit only costs $49 in some sense. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the Ford dealers, both of them, were charging um, close to $300 for it. Mm-hmm. Well, for the unit okay so yeah i mean i'm not making this up no 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 so and, and, i actually have these bills <laughs> correct and, <laughs> and and no no and, and and just so you i i mean you you 
brought up a break a great point that most people don't understand, and that is, um, you get this. We hear this all the time, but but everybody that fixes a car now is their markup crazy on a part it sounds like on that it is but uh um you you know what you can go into the parts department and buy something for is not what they sell it in the service drive for and the reason why is they have a cost of doing business business business, so they they actually make money on labor and parts those are the only two things you have in in the automotive field when you're fixing cars to to uh uh, make money on so um you, you so and that's also why one dealer has a different price than the other dealer so it's not it's not all standardized and it can't be because everybody has a different cost of doing business that's plain well, and well the, the bottom line is though i i went over and saw your gentleman there mm-hmm. and i talked with him about it and explained everything to him on on how easy it is to fix because uh i i said it's no two hours. It's no hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I said, I looked at this thing, and I said, if, if I had this other tool, I could do it in maybe um, 40 minutes at most. Gotcha. The whole thing in and out. And so, <laughs> anyway, he make an appointment, and your guy um, goes, and I tell him they have the part in stock. They have two of them in stock mm-hmm. at, at Kearney Mesa mm-hmm. Ford. And so he goes over in the morning. They go over and get it and put it in. And your place um, charged the labor correctly. Okay, cool. And so it's what we're it supposed was, to do. <laughs> no, it, well, and they charged the part correctly. Mm-hmm. So it was half price. Yeah, exactly. Well, th- of the one in, of the of the lower one in Kearney Mesa. Correct. And I'm not it saying charged, it was charged correctly because I I you know I've done mechanical work for a lot of my life, and so I thought this is this is ridiculous. I I just cannot understand. How they can, um, I guess people just don't know anything. And so then they can make these charges because it's absurd. Now, you figure out four times, uh, almost $600 to replace it. That's $2,400 to replace a a fuel door cap. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, that's beyond crazy. (laughs) That's that's what I try and explain to Ford Consumer uh, in Florida. And, of course... They don't have anybody that has any power. They just have to talk to power-ups. And, and that power-ups not being on the phone with you or speaking to you directly, mm-hmm. they don't want to hear it, really. Correct. And, and, well, and yeah, so, you might as well talk to a wall when you're doing that because, yes, you're not. Yeah, exactly, you know, All they do because, is take down notes. It goes in a report, and then you know it depends on how many people call and that, if it's the right, same thing they complain about. I told yeah. them right, right from the beginning it's a defective part, and that Ford should do something about it immediately. Then I find out from all the, both dealers, by the way, that oh, this is a recurring problem at their dealership. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's not it's not something that just happened to me. Okay, and so I I say, what in the hell's wrong with Ford that they make customers go through this on a gas cap? Yeah, you know, with this kind of money, especially a fuel tube at six hundred and eighty dollars. You know, the, the tube that goes to attaches to the uh, the fuel tank, and, go, and the flap closes against it. You know, and so of course it has a little unit in it, but it doesn't cost that kind of money. No way. And so I, I, I um, appreciate you guys up there because. Well, thank uh, you, and we're happy to have taken care of you. Actually, we're the, the we're honest, and the the Ford dealer, like you say, they have charges, but they're included in in the labor too. They the are charges for, oh, yeah. for for their overhead that goes on in the in dealership, not just in the the part that they sell you. And so, <clears throat> for instance. But that, but the great point that you make that I was making is is uh um uh you, the part to buy it in in the parts department is not what they do in the service drive. It's not the same price. That's the only point that I was making. And and I've we all anybody that's in the automotive field knows has known this for forever. So I find it interesting when you know uh, somebody says, well. Um, forget about even just a dealer, but any place else. Like, oh, I can go buy that part a little cheaper. Well, yeah, we all do make some money on things we have to. Now, we 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 keep it realistic is what we do at the West Automotive Group. But, yeah, you know, that, if you're saying that, and I don't know the price that part, you're saying it's like $45 if you walk in a parts department and they're selling it for 300 That's crazy, okay? That's what I, that's yeah, what I, that's, that's crazy. It was 281 was what they charged for the part at the dealership. And it was forty nine forty nine seventy or something at the parts department if I buy it. 
Okay, and so that's a that's not just a markup. That that's that's a. Uh, Beyond beyond comprehension. That, and so, that, that know, is a that is an eighty eight eighty two percent markup. That's a lot. Well, it's more than eighty two. Can you, you figure four uh, five times? No, well, no, it's five it's, times. It's, That's no, five hundred percent. Eighty two percent a margin on it is what it is, which is crazy. That's extremely high. Extremely yeah, high. And so anyway, I had another uh, episode that the right hand passenger seat uh, unit wouldn't go up uh, back and forth and up and down. So I, I went to the dealer, and they wanted $140 to look at it. And I said, well, it's just a unit there, and it won't go up and down. And so that either you, uh, they don't fix anything, by the way. I don't know what you guys do, but they don't fix anything. They only replace parts. They, they're not, they said they're not allowed to fix anything, you know, that, um, where in the old days when I grew up, a mechanic could fix things. Gotcha. They, yeah, uh, yeah, it just depends just, on what it is. Sometimes labor, it's cheaper to replace something these days than it is uh, to tr- to repair it. So it just depends. And some things are just not repairable anymore, to be honest with you. So, well, well, hey, the, the Al- Alan, I'm going to have to go. I got one minute, and, and they're going to okay, kick me off the air here. Hey, thank you for calling in, though. And uh, okay. anytime, call back next Saturday. Love talking to you, man. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Take bye, care. Bye, you too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, folks, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. I really appreciate everybody. Um, you know, and uh, God, you guys are amazing. I just lo- love when you call in and uh, uh, help make my show so, so, uh, so, so cool. Uh, I want everybody to keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Brendan, we appreciate you being the producer. You're amazing. Without you, we could not do this. It's all great stuff. I don't know where I'm at at the count. I didn't push the button, so you tell me. Oh, you're good. Go um, for it. All right. Yeah. Go for it. Just run with it. Anyway, man, we love talking about cars and auto and all that stuff. Everybody in San Diego and every place else listen, have a wonderful, safe weekend. If you're here in Southern California, get outside. Like the garden guy said, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Take care. We'll be back live next Saturday. Until then, be safe. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.